Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for fighting ladies that fight the right way. Instead of fighting one another, you have taught us, and you have given us the revelation to fight the real enemy. We know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle principalities and powers and rulers of this darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So, Lord, we focus our eyes on you and you alone because you are the only one that can defeat our enemy. So we come up under your wing tonight. We, we come under your righteousness under your strength and under your power. And I ask that you would anoint me tonight, that you would give me every word to speak. Go before me, open the hearts of your ladies. Lord, whatever you want said tonight, I want to say it. But I need you, Lord, to speak it through me and impart it to every one of these ladies. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday night. Okay, so... Today is the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. <laughs> I should turn the camera around on Jaron and pay him back for picking on me right now. He's being silly, so he caught my attention. It's the uh, 23rd, excuse me, the 22nd anniversary for 9-11, and so I'm sure you've heard the phrase, never forget, when people refer to 9-11 and talk about 9-11. They say, never forget. And my husband said it's really common among firemen. As you know, a whole lot of firefighters and first responders lost their life on that day. And, um, and so they say, never forget. And as I was, as we were kind of knowing what today was, I felt like the Lord gave me this scripture. So the marching orders for this week are to remember, remember, that's what we're going to do this week. We're going to remember and we're going to work hard not to forget. David says in Psalm 103, you're going to love it. Psalm 103. Yes, there are 150 chapters in the book of Psalms. So I'm going to be in chapter 103. David says this, he says, praise the Lord, O oh my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Then in verse 2, he says, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then he starts listing some of the benefits. Who forgives all your sins. And heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from a pit. And crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So what the scripture is teaching us here. First of all, if he says, praise the Lord, my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Then what does that mean? That means that our fleshly nature, our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, tends to forget. And this is, this is one thing I've said for a couple of years now. We tend to remember the things that we need to forget, and we forget the things that we need to remember. For instance, somebody hurts us, somebody looks at us wrong, somebody offends us, and we can't forget it. 
We want to forget it, but we can't forget it. Somebody betrays us. Somebody lets us down, and, and we can't forget it. We can't, we can't make ourselves forget it. But then God does something big in our lives. God does something good in our lives, and what happens? We forget it. We can't remember it. So we so often forget what we need to remember, and we remember what we need to forget. One thing we don't need to forget is the benefits of the Lord. Okay, we're going to walk through these tonight. So he says, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not the benefits of the Lord. Verse 3, who forgives all your sins? Here's the danger of forgetting that he forgives our sins. We will hide them. We will hide them out of shame. We will carry them. We will carry them with guilt. Because we'll believe the lie of the enemy. And I want some crowd participation here. If you have battled this lie that, oh, that sin is unforgivable or you're unforgivable. Or even though you've asked the Lord for forgiveness, he's not really forgiving you. And you feel like you just keep carrying old sin and the weight of old, old sin. It's because the enemy wants you to remember your sin and get stuck in it and forget the advocate we have with the Father. The Word of God says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So the first thing David was saying, remember, one of the biggest benefits of the Lord is he forgives all your sins. So if you are carrying the weight of your sins in guilt, you have forgotten what David is saying to remember. He doesn't say he forgives some of our sins. He forgives all. And if the enemy can get you to forget that, then he can get you to hide your sin out of shame and carry your sin with guilt. Okay? So somebody put that in the chat. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving all of my sins. That's number one. He forgives all your sins. Number two, and heals all your diseases. I just met with somebody um, tonight who's been battling. And they said that the Lord clearly spoke to them and said, You're using me as plan B. I am plan A. Quit turning to everything else as the real answer and turn to me first. I am your answer. So we have to recognize there is a tendency in our flesh to forget that he heals all of our, disease, of our diseases. Now, let's break down disease. Dis, D-I-S, Ease, E-A-S-E. That means everything that is stealing your peace, all of your dis-ease. If you're not living at ease, at peace, then that is eating away at you like a disease. Torment, dis-ease. Turmoil, dis-ease. Guilt, shame, dis-ease. Pain, 
Um, and then, of course, you know what disease is. Incurable disease. Okay? He heals all of your diseases. If the enemy can get us to forget this truth that God heals our diseases, then he can get us to look for healing elsewhere. And he knows if he gets us to look for healing elsewhere, we're not going to get it because God is the only one who heals all of our diseases. So let me ask you, are you carrying dis-ease? Are you settling with disease? Are you, are you, um, just getting comfortable and trying to figure out how you're going to live the rest of your life in pain? That means you've forgotten. You've forgotten the benefits of the Lord. He heals all your diseases. Okay, so the first thing we are remembering is that he forgives all of our sins. All. These are big words. Number two, he heals all of our diseases. So let me ask this question. What are you just living with because maybe you have forgotten or you haven't even taken it to God? That you're living with that's causing you some dis-ease. Just settling. Just settling into it. I mean, and I, I guess I've thought this before, but I've heard a lot of people say this. Well, God has a lot. Uh, there's people that, that have a, a life that's a lot worse than mine. It doesn't matter to God. He can take care of all of us at the same time. So you hanging on to your dis-ease is not opening the door for him to help somebody else. I mean, when I pull strength from him, guess what? He doesn't have any less strength after giving me all of his strength that I need from him. After he heals me, he has no less healing left in his, within him. Okay? So, don't forget. He heals all of our diseases, big or small. So, who forgives all your sins? Thank you, Stephanie. Who heals all of our diseases? I'm in Psalm 103. For those of you that are just hopping on, Psalm 103 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Verse 3 says, Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. And now I'm at verse 4. Who redeems your life from the pit? If we forget... That he redeems our life from the pit. If the enemy can get us to forget that, then we will live in the pit. And you know what the pit is? Sometimes for some of us, it can be pity. Self-pit-y. We waller in self-pity because we forgot that it's in his business. It's what he does. He redeems our lives from the pit. And so we get so frustrated living like a victim, wallowing around in self-pity because we forgot. He's the kind of God that redeems from the pit. If you're stuck in addiction, if you're stuck in the wrong way of thinking, if you're stuck in um, depression, if you're stuck in... Uh, pain, if you're stuck in offense, all of those are pits. Let me remind you tonight, that is what he does. That is why he died to redeem us from the pit. Okay? So somebody write this. No more self-pity. I'm going to remember. For I know my Redeemer lives. He redeems my life from the pit and crowns you, verse 4, with love and compassion. 
So when we forget, if the enemy can get us to forget the benefits of the Lord, then we forget about his love. And what happens here? When you forget how much he's loved you, then you don't feel obligated to love others. It's a pretty good trick of the enemy. If he can get you to forget how much God has loved you and how much God does love you, then he can get you to not feel obligated to love people. I'm telling you, some of the times that I love people the most is when God reminds me of just how unlovable I have been and, and shows me how he loved me in that time. Oh my goodness, that makes me want to hug people. That, make, that doesn't make me want to run people. That makes me literally want to give out what I have received from him. So when I look around and I, and I go, how crazy for me to lose signal. Okay, everybody, I hope you're still there. I, that has never happened before, but anyway, Satan's not going to win this. So I must have been hitting a nerve. So I'm going to stay on that for just a minute. So when the Lord has blessed me with things that I know and recognize that I don't deserve, it, it made me so humble. It made me all of a sudden have compassion for people and love people and care for people and want to embrace people because I realize, oh, I've just been the recipient of some love and some blessings that I don't deserve. And so when you receive the love of God, it makes you want to give the love of God. In fact, the Bible says that, that when, when the Lord comes, love is shed abroad in our hearts. So if the enemy can get you to forget how the Lord has crowned you with love and compassion, then he can cause you to forget your obligation to give others love and compassion. When we forget the love and compassion that God has crowned us with, then we don't feel the obligation to love others and have compassion on them. No wonder the enemy wants us to forget. So if you're having a hard time being patient with people, it's because you have forgotten how patient God is with you. If you're having a hard time showing love to others, then it's because you've become blind and you have forgotten how much God has loved you and crowned you with compassion. If you're having a hard time with compassion, that's a heart matter. That's a mind matter. That's a memory matter. You've forgotten the compassion that God Almighty has crowned you with. All right, let's keep going. Who satisfies your desires with good things. Remember, this whole message is to remember. That's marching orders for this week. Remember, never forget. Verse 5. Who satisfies your desires with good things. If the enemy can get you to forget the one who satisfies your soul, then he can get you to look for satisfaction in all the wrong places. I taught it Wednesday night. He can get you to rely on people for your satisfaction. He can get you to rely on things for your satisfaction. You know, we, we so often misappropriate and misuse Paul's scripture in um, Philippians 4.13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
Let me look this up for you. We, as Christians, we misuse that scripture so many times. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And before that, though, before that, let me, I wasn't planning on saying this. So let me pull down to it. Before that, he says, um, I know what it is like to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. Excuse me. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So he is in that scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He is saying that. Right after he says, I know what it's like to be in need, and I know what it's like to have plenty. I know what it's like to be fed, and I know what it's like to be hungry. Whether I'm living in plenty or whether I am in need, I can do it all with Christ who strengthens me. That's because he knew the secret that David was talking about. He had not forgotten who satisfied his desires. He knew it was God. So we can do all things when we remember. We can, we can handle being in need and we can handle plenty. We can handle an overabundance and we can handle lack. When we remember where the satisfaction comes from. The satisfaction of our desires does not come from people and does not come from things. It comes from God. All right, so I'm going to read through this, and then I'm going to let you go. I'm not going to talk 30 minutes. That's the problem with me doing five times only every other, every other week. I talk too long. I go too long, so I'm going to try to wrap it up. All right, so today, 9-11, never forget. I put this down in my notes. Never forget what? Never forget how powerful God is. Never forget that he's able to deliver you. Never forget that he's able to heal you. Never forget... How the enemy devastated your life. Don't forget what the enemy caused your life to look like. Don't forget the devastation that your life was in when you followed the enemy. Don't forget that or you'll go backwards. Never forget what the enemy did to you. And never forget how Jesus Christ swooped in and picked you up and brushed you off and restored you and healed you. Never forget how good he's been to you. Never forget that he's the one to run to. Never forget that he's the only one that can satisfy your soul. Never forget. All right. Psalm 103. I'll end it with the scripture. Psalm 103. Praise the Lord my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. You want to stay young? Do you want to stay young? Then remember the benefits of God Almighty and bask in them. 
Bask in them. Bask in His forgiveness. Bask in His healing. Bask in His redemption. Bask in His deliverance. Bask in His love. Bask in His compassion. Bask in Him being the satisfaction and the lover of your soul. You'll give love freely if you'll remember all that He's done for you. Father, let your word be imparted deep into our hearts and let it absolutely change us. I pray, Lord, this week that the Holy Spirit would do what you said it would do. When the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And he says, and he will bring all things to your remembrance. So, Holy Spirit, come and bring your goodness to our remembrance. We have forgotten some things. We have forgotten some good things that you have done. Let us not forget. We have forgotten how evil the enemy is. Bring these things back to our remembrance, Holy Spirit. That's who you are. That's what you do. Help us this week to remember and bring to our remembrance things that we have forgotten so that we can walk in love, compassion, humility, freedom, redemption, wholeness, strength and determination in Jesus name. I love you ladies. Let love be shed abroad in your heart. It's a good day to remember the goodness of the Lord. I will see you later.